Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing What If Season 1, Episode 7. What if Thor were an only child? All that and more of the set we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our third chair, we have Jay Scotty St. Clair of the Animation Deliberation Podcast. How you doing, Jay Scotty? I'm ready to party. Let's do this. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You calm down there, yeah, sir. Yeah, calm that party energy before it spreads. Uh, I'm at an eight. You need me at a four? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. Understood. <laughs> uh, so, so those of you who haven't watched the episode, what the hell are you doing here? Go watch it. It was a lot of it fun. It is so much fun. It's so much fun. And like unabashedly, there's no real seriousness in the episode. It's just a silly, like yep. it's like a Saturday morning cartoon level of seriousness. Like it's, it it's all about like, yeah, all it's it. his mom just needs to stop Thor from partying. This felt like its own Disney movie. Like I, I felt like I could like, you know what I mean? Like it felt like a Disney movie yeah. about the Thor legend that had nothing to do with Marvel almost, except it was completely full of Marvel characters that were, not really similar to how they are. They're all just like party versions of themselves. It was super fun, man. Yeah. Right. So what, what we learned here is the problem with the universe, like as a whole is Odin. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Stifling everything up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like he kept, he kept Loki, you know, eons ago or whatever. Right. Right. And, when he kept Loki and, you know, secretly raised him, like, oh, you don't know you're a frost giant, that disrupted everything and has caused so much strife when everybody could just be partying. Everybody could be partying <laughs> and destroying planets, though. That's the... Everybody could just be partying. <laughs> partying until... Period. You don't need to continue. I mean, I'm down. I can't wait to go to Vegas and party hard. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, party hard with Thor? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that'd be crazy. Down. <laughs> but then again, we saw what happened to Fury when he was like, "This is not your planet." <laughs> he got punted across cannonballs like, over, but not even on purpose. It wasn't even like they they attacked him. It was just a can- he's in the way of a rogue cannonball. <laughs> right, it's so good. And I think that's the I think that's the problem that the the Earth people are trying to see. <laughs> in this is that they oops it like they oops uh, you know much like uh much like the the gigantic baby that doesn't know their strength yeah meme that always happens uh you know what i'm talking about i in don't like, i uh, don't know what you're talking about in like animaniacs or whatever you know there's always that um that animaniacs giant baby that's just like i don't know my own strength i'm just a baby but they're like crushing everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> exact same with okay. like everybody yeah. who showed up dude the thing that ca- had me laughing just cackling more than anything else in this episode was Surtur hitting oh. on <laughs> lady liberty <laughs> oh it's so dumb yep. that is the dumbest joke and the fact that clancy brown was the <laughs> was the voice there was like so perfect it was so good <laughs> It's, it's a, what a, what a weird, like, I feel the same way about this one that I do about the zombie episode. Like, it's weird okay. and out of place, and I don't really, like, it doesn't really fit into the, the, like, even the same genre as all the other Marvel movies, but like, 
I'm so happy we get to see this happen on screen. Like, it's so weird. It's like the opposite end of the spectrum of the zombie episode, but it's also like really just out of place and strange and fun and just amazing that we get it. That we're getting, I mean, like the caliber of animation and like writing and voice acting that's on this little 30 minute episode was as good as any Disney movie I've ever seen. Like it's so good. The writing, it's so funny. It's, it's just wonderful. It it felt like we were getting this like one third of a Disney movie. Like when she's like hiding in the bedroom and stuff, like it just felt like she was like a Disney. She reminded me of like Ariel or something like hiding her fin. I don't know. It just like felt weird. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just got real, real Disney vibes from the whole thing. You, you keep saying Disney vibes, Disney, Disney, Disney. I right. think what you mean is like teen movie vibes. I'm like, Oh no, we had a party. My mom's coming. I have to clean up real quick. You yep. guys all have to help. Oh, for yep. sure. Like that's were... the story. Thor is Mike Seaver in this thing, right? Like he's, <laughs> this, is, this is boy meets Thorold. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I felt moments of dazed and confused as well as Ferris Bueller's day off, obviously yep. when he's, which is nice homage to, uh, homecoming as well. When, when Peter had his whole race home and they, yeah. they even had a uh, Ferris Bueller's day off on the, on the TV screen there. But, um, as far as the tone being different, I do like the comparison to zombies because I agree. It felt just, tonally divergent in a way. And it felt like the humor was almost like guardians two and Ragnarok humor injected just earlier on, but it was almost like ratcheted up to 11. Like let's turn it up to 11. It's kind of the exact opposite end of the spectrum from the zombies episode. Yeah. Because like zombies were so serious. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. And this is like, what is happening? <laughs> but also, like, it felt like a, like a 90s sitcom. Like, the, the just tight, yeah. the tightness of the story and just like, let's have a silly party. Oh no, mom's on her way home. We broke the vase. Like, it felt like that, that classic <laughs> stupid storyline. Put it back together. It really was. Yeah. I mean, like, literally putting the arm back on Lady Liberty and like using his surgery. Putting Stonehenge heat. back together. Oh gosh, just so stupid. It's so Putting stupid. The St. Louis Arch, the, the, the great gateway to the West, the big arch in St. Louis had to go yeah. back. He's like, oh god. Oh my gosh, the, like, be- the, the best joke uh, and the most like, I don't know, it just reminded me of like Hercules or Lilo and Stitch kind of humor where when he did the like, he fixed the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, like that one wasn't actually us. <laughs> and they don't, they don't even, they don't even hang, hang a lampshade on it. He just does it, and then he's like proud of himself and walks away. Yeah. Like it's such a good joke, like, huh? And I've, I feel like I've even seen that joke in something before. But like, yeah, it's such a funny yeah, joke in this moment. Huh. Yeah, what what I find so freaking fascinating about this episode in particular is that like if you look at the cast list as it's as it's done, like. almost everybody came back for their part in this goofy ass episode. Yeah. It's crazy to have these, this caliber of actors in the grandmaster when he's like, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, we're keeping the scoot scoots. (laughs) Right. Like the wind topaz, right? Like the wind topaz. (laughs) We're keeping the scoot scoots. It's like, I need a t-shirt of that. Like right now. I really want just like that t-shirt of my life. So bad. Jay Scotty, can you draw me that and I'll print it? I I, I think I can make that happen for you. (laughs) Ah, Scoots. (laughs) 
<laughs> scoots. Scoot. Yeah, no, Scoot Scoots. Jay Scoots. No. It was meant to be. It was meant to Matt. be. Uh, okay, Scoots, we need it to be, the, the shirt needs to be Matt and me, and one of us saying, ride like the wind, we're keeping the Scoots. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's done. Yes. Oh, I've man. never needed something so bad in my life. <laughs> man, it's just so silly and fun. I feel like I feel like me and Jeff are being really talkative. What do oh, you think, Jay Scotty? So, no, please, gosh, please pontificate. That's what we're all here for. But uh, I want to make a comparison. I'm not sure how it's going to land because I know this series wasn't received uh, super. I, I guess it was mixed reception, is what I'll say. But I, I actually got a lot of vibes from Modoc in the. I don't know how many people watched Modoc, but just yeah. the fact that they're firing off so many jokes, like pretty much. I think we we could spend the whole episode just going over our favorite jokes, and that'll pretty much cover the episode because it was just going from joke to joke to joke. But even with right. the whole like partying and hedonism, like bringing the end to the to the to the earth, they had that whole snail alien species that came in Modoc, and like oh, that was their right. whole motivation. Like, let's party till we drop. <laughs> yeah, they were like, it's party time. And they just, yeah, like, yeah. They got everybody partying until they died. Yeah, that was a, that was a yeah. great episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just so many cameos. We got Scourge, um, all the Guardians. You mentioned the, the Grandmaster and Topaz, but I love seeing the scrolls. That was one of my favorite jokes there, too. And Thor oh, was like, God. you, you do, do me. me. Now you do me. Now you do me. Uh, you guys really get me. You guys really <laughs> get me. He's a narcissist. <laughs> but like also, like, surface-level narcissism. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Thor thinks the only thing that's important about Thor is the look of Thor, which is like, right. yeah. That's crazy. I'm pretty, and that's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, you, you captured my look, and that's all I am. Like, you get me. <laughs> that's, you that's get me, me guys. <laughs> that's me in a nutshell right there. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, yeah. and then there's, I just, I thought Jane Foster was freaking awesome and lovable in this. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, just great, great voice acting. I loved her, like, mistaken saying, gotta go, love you, to Thor, after, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. one night with Thor. Oh my god, there were so many times in this episode where I just guffawed at something like that. Like, I, out loud was just like, yeah. <laughs> like, just cause it was so fun. I don't know his name, but one of those that got me was the, 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 the swordsman guy that fights with, alongside Fandral. Fandral saying, I named him Gary. Like, I named just him Gary. killed me. <laughs> just, just slayed me completely. Oh, God. And they bring it up later on. He's like, everyone made it home safe from Alpha Star, even Gary, eventually. Even Gary. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Oh my god. I I love that after like so many like emotionally weighty, incredibly heavy episodes like the zombies and um the last one with Killmonger, like yeah. we've had so many episodes that are just like, oh my heart, how are you mm -hmm. doing this to me? Why? And then this one comes along and it's just like, oh, everything is amazing. Everything is awesome. Like Yeah. It's just so much fun. This felt like fun. This felt like thirty minutes of the everything is awesome moments, like the beginning yep. of the Lego movie. It really did. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it like it it landed well. I, I feel like it landed better than the Modoc series. Oh, um, for sure. Just because you know the if I don't know. I, I guess I don't have a um, a long standing relationship with the Modoc franchise. Yeah. So you know. Maybe maybe that's just my my MCU bias. Who would think that I would have such a thing? Um, 
<laughs> but like, it felt like this one landed better than than all of Modoc that I watched, which yeah. was two episodes. Yeah, it's man, it's good. Uh, it it's really really yeah. funny. I would watch. I mean, like, I think it. I don't think if they did this every week, it would work. But as right. a like tension reliever, like you said, like oh, this God, is yeah. so good. And and. We finally get the Thor versus Captain Marvel conversation on screen. Like, totally. Yeah. Who's more powerful? And then, you know, we've had that conversation so many times on the podcast. I don't think, though, that we got it fully explored the way that, uh, we as fans need it to be explored. Sure. Because, but it, you just know, they to were see both them back. Right. They're both holding back. Thor is not the Thor we know because he hasn't trained as hard. He's party, he's party prince, Thor. Um, yeah. Which, right. oh party man, Prince Thor. No, no. party Prince Thor. <laughs> I thought for sure we were going to get one of your favorite lines, Jeff. Which is, you oh, want I know to exactly. Put the hammer down. Yep. yep. They did the setup for it, but not the payoff. I was bummed. I was bummed. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I love though that that we got to see a part of Captain Marvel's power set that like we know from comics, but hasn't shown up in in live action or. Uh, in the MCU yet in that she can absorb any kind of energy and like add that to her own power. Right. Yeah. 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 So that, like yeah. Thor's Thor's blasting her with the lightning and like increasing the strength of it. And it feels real DBZ at that moment. Mm. Oh, he's totally. ah! Ah! Like <laughs> shoot lightning harder. <laughs> the music in the background, I felt like was totally yeah, referencing DBZ in that moment when you saw the yep. like lightning increase and just the, the wind and waves like, and the dust. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. The dust waves and the shock waves. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So DBZ. But like it, in yeah. that moment, Dragon Ball Z for those uninitiated, I barely <laughs> knew what they were talking about. Just so uh, I was like DBZ. Oh, because of the thing. Yeah. It's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> but she's just, you know, she's just standing there taking it like a champ. I'm pretty sure that Captain Marvel would be able to beat Thor mostly just because she could absorb any kind of energy. And right. Dish out sure. some, well, some but then pain. he does beat her, even even in his prince party prince mode, by putting Mjolnir on top of her, which I did not expect when they were fighting. I thought for sure, for sure, she's going to pick up Mjolnir. Yeah, right. Like, I don't yeah. know why she's not worthy. Like being the one, you know, from who's like out defending the galaxy all the time. I thought for sure she'd be worthy, and she'd grab that. <laughs> like of all people, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like it must be ego because we got that great. uh Top Gun reference where it's uh, oh, right. badass because your ego writing checks you can't cash. And I, I actually loved how unimpressed Maria Hill was with yeah, Captain Marvel. Too. It was just like a nice uh, subversion of the character there. Yeah, there was, a, and then she tries to blow her up at the end. She'll be fine. <laughs> like, she's not that concerned with her either. <laughs> and then yeah. Rumlo. Rumlo's like, we never get to fire the nukes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> So good. Oh man, and freaking Darcy married Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Look who came crawling back. Watts is the duck. Waddling back, sir. Well, look sorry. who came yeah, waddling yeah, back. <laughs> look who came waddling back. <laughs> well, it's happy hour. You want to get half price nachos? Okay, oh, but this isn't a date. Let's just see where this evolves, all right? Let's see where this evolves. <laughs> And that was Seth Green. Yes, Seth Green came back to be Howard the Duck, like of all things. Yeah, this is the second time. Second time in this series he's come back, which is freaking awesome. And like, seeing him 
seducing a human woman was just like throwbacks to like the 80s movie Howard the Duck. I was just like, yes! Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. Vindication for that? Yeah. For that property? Uh, We'll put that in quotes. One of my favorite lines was just like her trying to defend Thor and be like, listen, this will however we do this will set the tone for diplomatic relations. And then Darcy's like, diplomatic diplomatic relations? Is that what the kids are calling it these days? (laughs) Right. We just we keep gushing about like favorite lines. This is just it was just a fun episode. It's the the podcasting problem of of podcasting about a comedy. It's just like all you can either do is is analyze the joke or laugh and enjoy it. And that's the best thing that's the best thing I had to say we can do. And Ice Bros, just Ice Bros, Ice Bro yeah. Loki. Like what? What is that? It's so good. Uh, that's that's <laughs> Thor's brother from another mother. <laughs> Brothers forever, forever. I love that he abandons him so much. <laughs> they were more brotherly. It felt like at least more. Uh, well, okay, they were more more broy. Uh, well, they they were more not cordial. What's the word? Um, Friendly. Amicable? Amicable. They were more amicably bros in this than they were in the prime, you know, the, yeah, the sacred sure. timeline or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's it's still it's still that, that one friend that, like, you really think has got your back. They're gonna be there forever for you. And then when it comes time to clean up because your mom's on the way, they're like, bye! <laughs> <laughs> Loki's that oh. friend. And there's yeah, just totally. there's some jokes in this that are just like classic freaking jokes that like I I, it, I don't know I've never heard anyone make this joke but I freaking love it Thor being like don't drink too much or too little <laughs> I'm sure that's just like a dad joke that someone's made and heard but like it fit the moment so well and made me laugh so hard. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I love how he like one of the first things he does is hand off one of the magic flagons and it's like you can't you can't drink it all it's magic like <laughs> of course thor would be handing those out yeah like of course partay thor would be just partay dishing thor. those out another moment that i just absolutely love is the badass moment when Jane steps up on top of the car and says, Heimdall! And it like reverberates Ooh. through the universe. And Heimdall's eyes open and it's like this really epic moment. And then she's like, let me try. And Darcy's like, would the owner of the blue Prius as like yeah. Jane is getting sucked into the uh, rainbow bridge, like the Bifrost. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Just crack yes. me up. Real funny. Yeah. I, I felt like that the, like if we're going to we're going to talk about the reverberations for a second, if we could, because we mm. did mention them earlier. Yeah. I felt like all of that animation in this episode was like stellar on point. Like every single time, like uh, for, for instance, when Thor hit in, I think it was in the desert when he like, he hit in the Mojave and then you see that shockwave go out. Like they could have just ended it there. Like shockwave goes out, but then they had the camera, because, you know, quotes, because it's animated. They had the sure. camera shutter, like, because mm. the shockwave passed the camera. And I was like, it's those little touches like that that are just like, they really know, like, they really, really loved making this episode. Yeah. Like, 
the quality there is just incredible. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. There's one thing though that we can kind of speculate on. Oh yeah, that uh, that scene we that left ending? off with. As fun as this episode was, man. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. ending where we got what looked like uh, infinity armor. Vision? Yeah, Infinity, Infinity Armor, Armor Vision, Vision it, Ultron. It's like yeah, Ultron's mandibles. Like I should say that not covering my face. Ultron's mandibles like open up to reveal Vision's face. It's really ominous, but super super cool. One of the one of the things though that like I found so weird about that is like a uh, Uatu was watching that and just like you know they lived happily ever after, and then. He was surprised. Yeah, that's a good oh. he, when he turned and he was like, "Oh, maybe I spoke too soon." And it looked like there was a a portal that those things were coming through. True, like rippling effect. And I'm I'm starting to think that maybe my theory that I have not yet voiced. So obviously, you guys don't know about it. <laughs> I spoke about it earlier today at work. Any coworkers listening can vouch for me. I guess I don't know. <laughs> But I've been holding on to this theory that maybe the maybe what if is not just a, a series of disparate stories. Yeah. Maybe there's a collection point that they're headed toward where they sure. all converge. Yeah, well, and, we have talked about it on the podcast a bit in the past where, like, one of the things we had, we had nine episode names, but they never told us the tenth. And we've all been kind of, like, speculating that that's going to be a big team-up episode where all these universes start to converge for whatever reason. Right. I think this is the beginning of that. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if this might be the like the establishment of the threat for that, mm. and like cool. this version, this well, version of Vision, as we've said so many times. Yes, this version of Vision is like invading the other realms, the other realms. Yeah, <laughs> invading the other yeah. multiverses with all of the Infinity Stones yep. and 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 his perfect body that he was going for. So like. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if we'll get an episode that is ult- what if Ultron win one and then like that will be like Ultron devastating the Avengers and then leaping into the end of this episode or something like that. You know what I mean? Like then mm-hmm. deciding to go conquer more worlds or he's just from this world because Thor was too distracted and didn't stop him from creating his perfect body. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. But then Ultron would already be running the world, right? Like, so it has and to be I, a different I, world. And I don't think Uatu would voice that surprise that Jeff yeah. mentioned. Like, true. He, yeah. True. If he was in a chair, he like swiveled in his chair and swung around like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I'll have to rewatch that. I didn't catch the, the surprise of Uatu. So that's, that's neat. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was like a, a quick turn where he was like, oh, yeah. A surprise contender. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we talked a little bit about. It's about time to wrap up, and I just want to say we talked a little bit about Thor's like good friend Loki, and how he kept he wanted to keep partying despite Thor's need for him to stop, you know, and like him betraying mm. him. But the real betrayal is the fact that apparently Mjolnir kept partying. <laughs> 
Like, wow. what the, like the, the party's over and he's like, everything's cleaned up and he calls Mjolnir and Mjolnir's apparently been to New Orleans to get some beads and he's been to Hawaii to get a lay and he's got like graffiti all over him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he had a bra hanging off of him. Yes. Oh, he did. Oh, yep. that's so good. Why are we gendering Mjolnir to be a he? I don't know. They just kept partying. I just think. It's, yeah. I just think it's a funny idea that like Mjolnir is a bro that also kept partying, even though it's clearly he could have just not forgotten to clean Mjolnir. But still, I just yeah. I just like the idea that like they kept working and the sentient hammer kept partying. He's like, you want to put put the hammer you can't down? Put this hammer down. <laughs> I'll show you the hammer getting down. Hey, stop. <laughs> hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> this was a fun episode yeah, a really yeah. really freaking fun episode <sighs> one thing i did want to say real quick is we've talked about so many of the voice actors returning and as much as i love dave bautista i can understand why they didn't bring him back when this guy who's ever doing this voice is is killing it i can't tell the difference he's absolutely fred. nailing it it's fred tataskior okay okay yeah. <laughs> that's a big name in in, in animation like yeah, I, I recognize the name. I just didn't know he, it was him doing it. Good to know. Yep. He also was the voice of Volstag for like the half a line that Volstag had. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes was, sense because uh, they interacted as well. What do you say? Volstag oh, crashed or something like that or whatever. Just to, just to reference some more DBZ, I believe. Uh, Vermilion One says at Stranded Panda in the live chat, uh, not not the, that wasn't Vision, but uh, the ultimate Frieza form of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even my final form. It's <laughs> uh, really good. His power level was over one million. I bet. Mm, probably it's over one What's million. <laughs> okay. Mahogany. Well. <laughs> Rich, Rich Only certain people are going to get that one. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very, very specific. <laughs> okay. Well, um, wow, man. Deep cut. Uh, Good times. It's funny how uh, Dr. Kyle Berkeley says it's funny how Drax, the collector, or uh, the Grandmaster, Nebula, Korg, Howard the Duck, and Rocket still found themselves on Earth just to party. <laughs> like, no real explanation, but Earth is the Vegas of the universe. Well, there is the, the, the one explanation we get is him saying, Alert the Nine Realms! <laughs> yeah, and then just people start showing up to party. Yeah. Like, uh, I question Heimdall in this moment. <laughs> like, like, that was the thing, is like, Heimdall's going to be watching you, and then Heimdall doesn't watch him. Heimdall can watch Thor literally anywhere. Yeah. And he doesn't. Like, how does how does he get past, or how does he get around Heimdall's view, and then also call literally everyone to Earth? <laughs> and how does all of that get past Heimdall's view, like, man, it's real noisy over there on that Midgard. Like, <laughs> that's my head, my head cannon is without Loki there to somewhat distract some of Heimdall's attention. Thor has just completely and totally exhausted Heimdall at this point where he doesn't <laughs> even want to gaze in his direction if he doesn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing that parent thing, like, I'm going to assume... That you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, because if you weren't, then there would be consequences, which I'm sure you thought about. Well, he he does say, 
Um, of course. He does say, like, I'm going to the most backwater planet. He won't even notice. <laughs> like, like as if Midgard is so off the radar in this particular universe that uh, Heimdall doesn't really care. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's the question is, like, is Odin still only in charge of nine realms in, in this version where he gave Loki back? Like, did he just kind of get really good relations with all of the, you know, quote unquote realms or, or what? Like, what was, what's the deal? No clue. No clue. No clue. And it doesn't matter. This episode, I mean, with the exception of the weird Ultron ending, which came yeah. out of nowhere, uh, for all of us, including the watcher, apparently, um, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a super fun and silly episode. And I can't, yeah, I'd love to see what Ultron fighting Captain Marvel trying to fight off Ultron and this, like, what, what's going to happen, man? Yeah. Oh, so exciting. So exciting. I feel like this was the best of all worlds. You know, all, we've had all these dark timelines <laughs> and this was just yep. party, party time. This is like all the multiverse verse exists so that this universe can, you know, <laughs> you know what we missed from this episode that we absolutely needed was some Andrew WK. Mm. Okay. Cause every time he, parties, let's get a party started. started. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's the party guy. Party, party, party. <laughs> that would have been oh funny God, if they were that- like, celebrities from our our world joining in the party oh my god cool missed opportunity (laughs) okay well guys this is a really fun episode i hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did and uh we'll be back to do some feedback episodes uh or a feedback episode on monday about it so if you have any feedback send it in and if you want to join us for these live watches we're doing them every wednesday uh 5 45 we do the live watch on scener uh com slash stranded panda and then we do the um on twitch.tv slash stranded panda TV, we do the uh, live podcast where you can write in your feedback live and get it included in the show. Um, so thank you guys for who did that. And uh, we'll be back very soon with more. Oh, Jay Scoots, tell them about your, uh, tell them about your podcast. And you're going to be talking about this some more this week, right? Yeah. Animation deliberation, wherever you find your podcast, we are the podcast on the network that takes action animation and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. So not only do we do weekly deep dives for what if we've got young justice season four, just around the corner. And then this one kind of snuck up on me, but star Wars visions just dropped. So, you know, we're going to talk about that. And uh, I think we're going to do some collaboration with the star Wars universe podcast for that. So stay tuned for all that stuff. That's T double O N E D. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, and, uh, yeah, thanks everybody. We're going to be, uh, we're still doing the review contest for the rest of September. You got a few more days. If you go to strandedpanda.com slash contest, any five star review given to those nine stranded panda podcasts on that list there, uh, will, uh, will enter you in to win a, uh, Oculus Quest or a Nintendo Switch of your choice. Whichever one you like. Uh, and that's all, that's all from us. Check out the, 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 the <laughs> that's full. all, folks. <laughs> the full contest rules and all the links to all the iTunes are at that, uh, strandedpanda.com slash contest. All right. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.